Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, 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 this is Blue State Ron, hey. and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, hey. a show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane. Hey! Jimmy Simpson! Yeah! I think this is my favorite song of all the ones that I have here that I can play that are copyright free, I guess. Major problems in the world, but uh, we can't play music on a live stream. They got that one covered. Uh, Welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast originating uh, for, you know, just getting started on year number three from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Thank you very much for being here and welcome to the party. I am... uh, Introducing and rolling out the Eric Zane Show podcast amnesty program to anyone who has been butt hurt in the past. I will allow you to come back into the group, uh, provided your uh, apology is sincere and sweet, and that the ass kissing is at an all time high. I will then consider it. I'll bring it up with the board and see if we can welcome you in. But, you know, I mean, everybody knows that I'm right and you're wrong. So with that as a backdrop, you know, you need to approach me hat in hand, tail between your legs, and make that known. I can't even get behind that. I can't even, I can't even further that joke. So stupid. Uh, Welcome into the show. Uh, Welcome to the audience that is enjoying the show live as it happens on Twitch, which we do at about this same time. I dare I say we're pretty much on time at 8 a.m. when it comes to Twitch. Occasionally, I'll give you the old, hey, I'm going to be late. But uh, for the most part, I got it down. And uh, so, yeah, twitch.com or twitch.tv. I got to pick one. Which one is it? Twitch.com or twitch.tv? Let's see, twitch.tv for now. Slash Eric Zane Live. If you want the show, we'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. 
Uh, welcome in and to the Twitch audience. You are watching this. It is uh, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. And um, so there you go. I appreciate you all being here. Jesse says, ha ha, usually by 8.05. No, no, I am on time. I am, I am on time. I rarely am I, rarely am I not on time. Odd, odd set of circumstances today. Dean has been uh, barking up the wrong tree. He's suggesting that I'm not interested in the story about the Supreme Court overturning the vaccine mandate. I, I, no, I'm, I'm not avoiding that at all. You wanna, you wanna talk about it? Okay. Uh, it was a long road to uh, hoe for Biden to think, even for a second, that um, the mandates would hold up, and it, it kind of works that it didn't get held up. The uh, vaccine mandates. Dean's been just chomping at the bit for me to talk about this story, and it's like, oh, I don't know, Dean. Uh, now uh, the 85 million Americans who uh, would have been uh, had to vaccinate themselves or show proof of it uh, for any business over 100 employees, uh, now they don't have to, ex with the exception of uh, hospital workers, I think. Um, I was talking with my brother about that, and he goes, yeah, that, 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 that wasn't going to fly. My brother is uh, much more versed in these things than I am, and he, uh, he said that actually makes sense that it doesn't. I mean, in a, uh, most, a lot of businesses, um, not most, but a lot of businesses are still requiring it regardless. But, um, the idea of enforcing that, um, was going to put a huge burden on many, many businesses and, um, almost unenforceable. So at the end of the day, uh, that is, uh, that is not happening. So Dean has been like, uh. Every chance he gets, he's been like, oh, my God, Eric won't talk about this. Oh, oh, I talked about it. What do you want? It, say, you win some, you lose some. Would I love it? I would love it if the National Guard would uh, uh, kick down the door of your mobile home and um, hold you down. And, uh, and they're like, hey, this one's strong. He's uh, he's holy shit. He's. We, it's like he throws hay all the time or something. Uh, let's, let's bring in a few more guards. And then they uh, hold him down, teabag him, and then with a spear tipped with a uh, vaccine, jam it into his body up his asshole. That's what I would love. But it doesn't matter what I love. It's uh, the rules of the rules, and uh, I play by them. And if uh, someone says, hey, uh, we're not going to do this, that's fine with me. I'm not like you fucking morons that sit there and bang your heads against the wall and then storm the Capitol. Uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. So what? There you go. I talked about it, you big fat piece of shit. What do you think of that? Ha ha ha. Take that, you dumb bastard. You may hear a lot of uh, chirps from my phone today. And the reason for that is I have to keep it on. Uh, the queen of the forest gave me the marching orders. She says, uh, my brother's physician assistant is, uh, may very well call during the podcast. You have to take that call. I go, you got it, boss. You got it. 
Um, here in the house, uh, the NFK was supposed to come home yesterday, but uh, we, there was a change in the plan. Change in the weather. John Fogarty. Change in the weather. And uh, so today is the day. And something happened because Diana went to see him, and he's become a good patient in I don't know. I think the Holy Spirit took him over or something because he was not. By all accounts, he was not a good patient. And then suddenly the uh, this lady, the PA, she's like, oh, boy, he was just a saint today. Oh, my God. He was so sweet and kind and lovey. And we're like, what the fuck? Well, maybe the DTs have left his body or he's, he's shaking off the effects of the nicotine addiction. I, I'm not sure, but uh, for some reason he was behaving. He did not refer to any inanimate objects as a bleeping N-word. God. The thing about, about Kevin is I, I, he's not a racist. He just uses that word where you and I would say damn or heck or shucks. He throws in the N-word. <laughs> Stop throwing in the N-word. The N-word, it's not, it's not good. We don't want that. I mean, I don't give a shit if somebody beats the shit out, out of you, but I mean, I, I people see me hanging out with some guy who's throwing out the N-word nowadays, I'll get canceled. You know, they'll call me the racist. I canceled my CDL test today. I, I didn't cancel it. I, uh, I moved it one week from today. And it isn't so much because I'm not prepared. I haven't even cracked the book yet. I'm not prepared, but... Uh, I had to cancel it. You'll find out why. But what a day yesterday because the queen of the forest gave me some marching orders. And uh, she was driving around after she went to see her brother. If you don't know, I mean, if you're just catching the show for the first time in a while, he just had a, a major neck fusion surgery. He had uh, what officially was spinal stenosis. Arthritis had uh, changed the uh, uh, physical structure of his vertebrae and his vertebral canal which is the little opening that your spinal cord goes through and it, it usually floats in there hangs in there i guess surrounded by spinal fluid but no not his his is uh tight fitting which was causing all sorts of uh neurological issues uh manifesting in physical problems for the nfk so they fixed that and uh it was a pretty involved process long surgery and um you know now we have to get the house ready for him on his recovery. And it is six weeks of nothing. No physical. They said this is a uh, first they want you recovered before you start physical therapy. And that isn't, I mean, every uh, joint that gets repaired, uh, it, it's different. Like if you have a knee surgery, you might start physical therapy pretty quickly. Not so with the neck. So he basically has to sit there in his, um, in his uh, uh, fucking you know, immobilizer that keeps him, you know, like this uh, without moving his neck for extended time. So Diana says to me, she goes, okay, uh, we have to get a lift chair. I go, okay. Uh, what is the lift chair? Uh, what I've not, well, you sit in it and you hit a button and it actually stands you up. And I go, okay, we'll go buy one. Just no, the $2,000. I go, okay, well, uh, all right. So we're trying to figure this out. And, uh, the medical supply company called uh, CareLink. And CareLink, for some reason, which is like the top-end uh, 
uh, medical supplier in the community. You go there, you buy your fucking uh, stools for the the shower and your handles and your and your stuff to take care of a person who has some medical issues. That's where you go, you know. Oh, okay. Here's here's the Medicare. No, we don't take that. Uh, the only cards we take are uh, Visa and Mastercard. Oh fuck. All right. Then Diana gets tipped off that there's this local agency that works with the community and will just give you a, um, a, a lift chair, which looks just like any recliner, you know? And, uh, so you like get in the lift chair and you, and you push a button and then, uh, it's, it, it helps you stand up. So this is great. And this local organization, what they do is they just say, yeah, come get it, throw it in your truck and take it home and then bring it back when you're done. I go, Oh, fantastic. This is great. Thank God for churches. You see, this is how it goes in West Michigan where I live. And I'm I'm West West Michigan. So you have Grand Rapids to the east, and I'm like 15 miles to the west. I'm halfway between the lake and Grand Rapids, basically. So where I am, it's super, super religious. So what they do is everybody around here, they all help each other. This is what they do. They, uh, they, they, they don't want black people around and then they help everyone that that's how it goes where I live. So no blacks, but everybody else gets helped. The only people that won't get helped are black people because they don't want them around here, which is terrible. I mean, I would want nothing but more black people, but around here, they don't like black people. I'm totally kidding. I'm just making shit up off the top of my head. Shut up. Okay. But there are no black people around here. Anyway, neither here nor there. I'm sure they'd be fine. I'm sure the communities would be. Uh, no, I, I can't even get behind that either. If one of these white people churches had like 50 black guys that showed up, they'd all be like, oh, fuck, what do we do? Anyway, one of the white people churches near my community uh, has this uh, has literally a pull barn full of hospital equipment. Not hospital equipment, but uh, the type of bad shit, you know, and uh, uh, lift chairs and just piles of this medical equipment. So I'm like, sorry, the phone keeps beeping. You probably can't hear it. Stand by. (coughs) Sorry. Stupid cough. So, uh. I call this place and uh, Diana says, yeah, you got to call this guy, Carl. Okay. I'll call Carl. And uh, I don't know. I think Carl's a couple bricks short of a load. It's, it's about burden of conversation and tone. And, if I hear, hello, I immediately am relieved. If I hear, hello, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So with one word, I am convinced this is a moron. And it turns out I was right. Hello. Uh, hi. I'm putting on a nice voice. Hi. Um. My name is uh, Eric, and uh, my wife, Diana, uh, spoke with you about uh, getting a lift chair. Is this Carl? 
Now, I've said all I can say. If I say anything else, it would just be reiterating all the information I already gave him. My name, how I got his number, and what I need. But all he gave me was... Like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do now, Carl? And so, um, that's just what I was thinking. I didn't dare say it. I go, uh, yeah. So, uh, I guess, how do I, how do I proceed? Now that, that sounded to him the way I just said it because he, he missed his cue. Your turn. Yes. My name is Eric. My wife, Diana just spoke to you. She gave me your number about a lift chair. Now what Carl should have said was, yep, we have them. When would you like to come pick it up? What's good for you? Or, hey, is this time good? But no, I got... It's like, well, he's a fucking moron. Shit. So I, I follow it up, and he goes, Okay, well, well how long uh, can you... When, when, uh, how long till you can be there? I go, whenever you want me to. I mean, he's giving me the chair. I'm like, whatever is best for you, Coral. 10 minutes. I go, uh, yeah, actually, I, I, you nearby tells me where he is. I go, I can absolutely do that. Let me, I'm going to drop exactly what I'm doing. Right, I'm going to drop everything I'm doing right now. I'm going to come see you. Okay. Click. Put the dogs away. Get on my coat. Get on my hat. Off I go. Thank God I got the truck. My dad's embellisher. I tell you what. That is, I think, a uh, required piece of equipment for any American to have a pickup truck. If you don't have a pickup truck, you're a pain in the ass. Because if you don't have a pickup truck, all you do is you call people and bug them who have pickup trucks. Hey, I got to pick up this thing. Uh, can I? So I cannot believe it took me 40, however many years it was before I actually own a pickup truck. What a useful thing. Absolutely fantastic. So I jump in the truck, go over there, and uh, I open up the, uh, I, I show up there. And sure enough, if you open up the door of this little storage, it's wall-to-wall lift chairs. I go, well, this is exceptional. What a wonderful thing that this church is doing for the area whites. Wandered in there, and uh, Carl, I see him. Carl goes, I have COVID. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing, Coral? It's the first thing out of his mouth. I have COVID. Like, couldn't you, I don't know, couldn't you have somebody, another person on the uh, fucking pecking order for uh, whitepeopleliftchairs.com that you could have called? You know? And, uh, He's got this mask. He's got an N95 on. I go, oh, okay. And uh, he goes, yeah, I'm not supposed to be out. And I'm, I'm like, he's got full-blown COVID. I'm like, shit, dude, what are you doing? So then uh, I just want to get the fuck out of there at this point. But I got to get the fucking thing. This one doesn't work. This one doesn't work. 
And then there's this one. This one works. He plugs it in. Goes up. Goes down. I go, all right, COVID Carl. Let's get it in the, uh, let's get it in the car, buddy. He helps me lift it or the truck, put it in the back. And, uh, okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, good luck in supporting the local whites. I head out down the road, uh, 35 miles an hour with my hazards on. I don't want the thing to bounce around. And I had one more stop. I had to go to my favorite. Uh, I had to go to like this uh, place that um, so I could pick up a new shower head and a, uh, a, a suction cup handrail, which I didn't know was a thing. So, all right. I go in there. I get the uh, shower head that has like the hose on it. This is all, um, so that I could, the NFK could take his showers. Now it remains to be seen whether I'm going to have to help him with the shower, but I may not if he's just got the wand deal with the little hose on it and his little chair. And if I get this suction cup handrail thing, which again, I didn't even know it was a thing. So I go into the place and there's, there's all sorts of ones you drill into the wall and I see suck Diana says you got to get a suction cup handrail. And I go, okay, great. So I, I get those things. I leave and now I got chair. This is all what she told me to do. She goes, before I come home, I want to have the chair and I need to have the handrail and I need to have the shower head. And I go, you got it boss. So I get all that shit. I'm exposed to COVID Carl. And then I, I come home. My neighbor, Chris is in the driveway. I go, Chris, can you help me get this into the house? And he says, absolutely. So I back it up. Chris helps me get it in there. And then I, I'm in business, you know? She's not going to be home for 45 minutes. I go, you know what? I think I can get all of this shit ready. She's going to think that I'm some kind of dynamo if I get all of this stuff done before she even makes it home, okay? So, um, you know, I sit down in the chair. I plug it in. I, I hit the button, and it lifts me right up, and it puts me right down. Awesome. I go fucking a man. I am just killing it. I take the, um, uh, shower head. I go, um, actually I took the, uh, uh, suction cup thing and then I, I put it up. You like push it and then you push a lever and then it, it, it hangs out of the wall. Like you wouldn't believe it. I'm, I'm tugging on it. Nothing. It's awesome. Okay. But I was a little concerned because the four by four inch ceramic tiles on the wall, you know, it says right on it can only be in, it has to be entirely on flat surface. So when you put it horizontally, it doesn't quite make it. And one of the suction cups goes over the little grouty grout area and touches the other four by four square. All right. And so I'm like, Hmm, I wonder if that's going to be a problem. So I'm, but I'm talking on it and it's like, no, it's good. It is good. No problem. So then I go, all right, two things done. Check, check. I'm killing it. I go up to the uh, shower head. I'm like, oh, fuck. How does this thing work? This thing seems impossible. There is no way. And I, I try to turn it. It doesn't do anything. What the fuck? How does this even work? I go, I think I need a pair of, I think they're called channel locks. And I actually have a pair. I have this tool. I go, shit. 
I think I got this tool. I think I'm going to make it. So then I, uh, I go and I get the channel locked up and then it comes free. I'm going, Oh, thank God, man. And then, uh, I, uh, I'm like, Oh no, it's got Teflon tape. Of course I don't have Teflon tape. That's the shit you put around the thread. So it doesn't leak. I go, Oh no, I'm fucked. And then, uh, you know, I got this far. Now I'm going to fuck it all up. And then I look inside of the package for the shower head. It's got Teflon tape. Yes. Oh, fuck yes. It even shows you the right way to put it on so that when you screw the thing on, it doesn't like get all bunched up. So it shows me the right way to put it. Yes. I'm killing it. Teflon tape all over it. Screw the thingy thingy on. More Teflon tape. Screw the hose on. Washers. Rubber or rubber gaskets on there. Or washers. Whatever the fuck they're called. I'm killing it. Hose. Uh, head. Teflon tape. Screwy, screwy. Hang it up. As I'm walking away, I hear something fall. It's the handle. The handle on the wall has failed. Which one of you bet that that would fuck up? Handle on the wall has failed. It's laying on the floor of the shower. I'm like, hmm. Perhaps it was the placement. So then I figured out if I angle the handle, it will completely be in the center of the four by four square, not touching any of the ground. That's my only option here. So I put it on and I did the clicky clicky. It won't stick. It, it suddenly stops suctioning. I go, what has changed? Why won't this suction now? And there's so much, I figured there's so much soap scum on there that it's not sticking. So I get the cleaner. I clean the suction cup. I clean the spot on the ceramic tile, dry it, and then boom, put it on there. And I hit it and it worked. And I'm tugging on this thing and it's not moving. Today, I went in there, tugged on it, and it didn't work. It mean, it worked. It's awesome. Crank says, angle your handle, and he's laughing. Shut up. No, it worked. You guys, I know you want this to fail on me, but it didn't. It did. It's on there still. It's it's. I'm killing it. So then I'm like, awesome. I got this all taken care of. Queen of the forest has not yet come home. A uh, short time later, she comes walking in. I go, hey, I got stuff to show you. I am so happy. And, uh, and I, I feel good because I got it all to work. You know, I got it all done. All these things she wanted me to do. So I, I put that, that was all priorities. You know, I put it all front burner because I had a million and one things to do, of course, but I pushed it all aside. I took care of this. This is all about Pooh Bear points. I now have earned Pooh Bear points because I've helped her by helping her brother. Right. You know, I mean, this is how you, this is how you stay married. This is how that works. You put her needs in front of yours. The whole day was doing that. I am in good shape now. I wasn't before, but I am now. Sorry, running nose. Hang on. Okay. So then she comes to me. I go, you got to see this. And I sit down in the chair that Carl gave me. And I hit the button. And it doesn't work. Nothing. So this is already, this is right there, punched a hole in my love bucket. And I'm like, fuck. It suddenly stopped working. I go, well, it just worked. 
So I'm I'm lifting up the back of the chair and looking, making sure all that the uh, all the uh, uh, things are, are all the connections are made. So nothing. So I realize I gotta I gotta do it, and uh, the next thing I know, in my ear, I hear hello. It's Carl. I had to call him back. I go, Carl, you're not going to believe it. So I give him the news and he goes, well, uh, well, you can bring it back. I'll give you a new one, okay? I go, no problem, buddy. And then I see it on the power pack because this chair goes into the wall. The plug goes into the wall and there's a converter. And then I see a battery uh, compartment. And that is what uses the little remote uses some power off batteries. I didn't know that. So I go, well, the batteries are probably dead. So I pull the square batteries out, get two new ones, and then I put them in there, and then uh, I call Carl back. I go, hey, I know the problem. Cancel that. It's working. It's going to work fine. But I, I put the cart before the horse because I got into the chair, and then uh, it, it worked, but just slightly. It was... <laughs> I go, oh, fuck. Well, it's working, but it's not, you know? It's better than what it was, but it's not where I go, hey, these must be old batteries, right? Process of elimination. I ended up uh, going out last night and got more batteries when I was out, and I put them in and tried it, and same thing. So this chair is officially fucked. So that means today... I have to go and get another chair, which means another interaction with COVID Carl, which means uh, the NFK is supposed to be released from the hospital in the afternoon. I cannot be. This is all part of a long story of why I can't take the fucking CDL today. Um, I can't take the CDL because I got to go get the chair. I mean, the sh- I'm done working here usually every day between one and two. The test was slated for two. I would make that, but then I'm there till four and I got to get a fucking chair in here for the NFK. We cannot have him doing stoopy, stoopy and hurting his neck for God's sake. That's the last thing we want. Or I need that lift chair that has to happen. So I texted old COVID Carl. I said, buddy, false alarm. I did not get this thing working. I will be bringing this chair back to you today. So that is my day today. Podcast with you. Do my thing. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Patreon bonus podcast. Chair. Somehow get it into. I think I can manage the chair on my own. I think it would be clumsy. I might have to bang on the door of uh, my neighbor here. But they all work for a living. So... This might be a tall order. I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. doesn't matter. I'll figure it out. I always do. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, and then, then the queen of the forest did this. This is how I, this is how you earn Pooh bear points. People, this is how you stay married. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to get to the gym because it's been a a long day and I want to, I want to go get a workout in. And she is, you know, she's the bowling coach for the local, for the local school bowling coach in name only she sits there and watches them while they uh, roll gutter balls and one kid rolls the 268 um so i get a text so i'm in the mood for sushi what do you say we go out a monday 
fun day Monday date night. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Wouldn't have it any. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, Eric, you got two options here. If you say to her, if you say to her, well, I was really hoping to go work out. You're putting yourself in front of her. That is not going to score you Pooh Bear points. You need some victories. You need a win here, man. So, you know, your attempt to get the chair from COVID Carl, your successful effort in getting the handle on the uh, shower wall, and uh, the uh, non-leaking shower head that you put on, those are all good things. End the day perfectly by taking her out for sushi. She can have her Moscow mule. She can eat the sushi with the fork. She does not use chopsticks, which just drives me up a wall. And off, and we so we did it. I go, absolutely. I go, of course, of course. All right. So that's what's up. That's what the day has brought me since I last left you on the Eric Zancho podcast. But it, I had to move the uh, CDL thing. It, but does buy me a week more time, weeks more time to actually study for the damn thing. Because seriously, I would have been walking in trying to answer questions about air brakes. And I don't have any clue. I haven't done anything. All I could tell you right now is the difference between, between interstate and intrastate. That's about all I know. And various weight limits uh, for uh, vehicles. That's it. Shit that doesn't mean shit. Okay. I, I shouldn't have to learn all this to drive a stupid van full of people. Stand by. So the queen of the forest, she's gonna, you need to leave that phone on. So this is what I'm telling you. We could very well get a phone call today because she's at work with the kids. And I'm going to go, okay, intermission, and then hit the thing, hit the music, and then turn down my mic and get a call from the PA. All right? So that's what's up. That is what is happening right now. Thank you very much for joining me on Twitch. The live stream of my show on Twitch is brought to you this time around. Well, as as it is every time by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you very much for sponsoring the feed. All right. Kabubi69 says... Uh, Ending the night with some spunk. What? Aram says excuses to avoid working out. Aram, how am I supposed to be in two places at once? Can Do you mind explaining that to me? What are you doing? It's awful. It's a terrible thing to say. My God. All right. Join me on Facebook, too, if you would follow the page, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Also brought to you by Irvine's. They are awesome. Follow the page. You never know when I will be uh, quickly gone from it because of a suspension. We are now uh, a couple of weeks suspension free. Fingers crossed. Stu is right now serving a suspension. 
yesterday, Stu, a big hit on this show with his table smash. And my God, I watched that like three, four times. Someone pointed out the idea of when Stu was whispering like that to not scare his neighbors. Andrea said, I've never heard him talk in uh, hushed tones. He's always so, ah, when he speaks. And I said, you're right. I found that to be hilarious too. And, and then someone else said, um, the idea of him being as quiet as possible, not to scare his neighbors or not to wake up his neighbors. And then the complete destructive sounds of when he smashed that table uh, was absolutely great. Very, very fun. I'm on Twitter as well, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Uh, Twitter feed sponsored by Blue Frost IT. And then the almighty YouTube, Frank the Tank Fuss. Uh, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, bell notification, in case I go live. So you know that. Uh, Melissa says, so you did not study your dick off on Friday. No, I did no studying. I haven't even opened the required study text. Nothing, not a thing. No, I haven't done anything. Okay. And I know there's always like, why? Why are you why are you avoiding that? I, I am not sitting around, my friends. I never sit still. I'm always doing something. There's something that has to be done. It's uh it's about priorities. That's why um I canceled that damn thing and postponed it for next week. Patriot Nick says our Zoom this weekend was a virtual COVID party. Almost everyone had it. Damn it. That sounds terrible. Jesse says, I could have smashed a table. Damn Dallas Cowboys do it to me every year. Have a decent season, then lose a first playoff game. That's your team, I guess, huh? Well, no, that wouldn't work because the table smashing is done when you win. And besides, that's the Bills thing. You're going to have to come up with your own thing. I don't know what, and that's unfortunate that your team didn't win. But I don't know your age, Jesse, but you realize the Cowboys a couple decades ago won a lot of Super Bowls. And then decades before that, they were also winning Super Bowls. So uh, I I don't want to hear you bitching about the season you had with your Dallas Cowboys. No one in this space has the uh, right to complain like I have the right to complain and I'm not complaining at all. Okay. In fact, let's get into it. Last night, Matthew Stafford brought his 0-3 playoff record uh, to SoFi Stadium, which what an absolute engineering marvel that place is. That place is so unbelievable. It makes uh, Jerry Jones Stadium in uh, for the Dallas Cowboys look like the fucking Pontiac Silverdome. It is ridiculous. I just, I, I just like looking at uh, 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 like drone shots of it from outside of it. It's spectacular. And then I think they took the concept of the giant screen that Jerry Jones has, and then. Uh, 
put it on steroids because what, what you see as a fan there is even more extravagant than what they do in Dallas. It is a, oh, fuck, incredible, incredible stadium. Oh, my God. And don't two teams play there now, the Rams and uh, and the Chargers? I still, I'm not used to the Chargers being known as the Los Angeles Chargers. But anyway, Matthew Stafford, he, uh, and it was important for the Rams to lose if you're a Lions fan like me. So I, and I really wanted the cards to win because of that. And I thought the cards were going to win, but the cards didn't do fuck in this game. I mean, it was, it was a ass kicking. Stafford was throwing darts. Stafford, first of all, he, when he runs and he's a giant, he's like six foot five, six foot six. He's an enormous human being. When he runs, he looks like a giraffe with cerebral palsy. That's how bad he looks when he runs. It's all like weird and herky jerk and just stupid looking. And yet he was crushing it. He'd get flushed out of the pockets and he's running out of the pocket. He's running with his palsy running, picks up like 15 yards. And he was just gaining like huge amounts of yardage while running the ball. Every time he could see, he looked like Aaron Rodgers. my God. And he's, then he's just starts, starts throwing darts. He starts, uh, they've got so many weapons on that team and they're, they're really now, I mean, cause you know, they added a bunch of players. They added, um, who's that one guy's name? Uh, is it Von Miller? And of course they've got uh, Aaron Donald, who's just a beast. And then they picked up Odell Beckham Jr. They already had Cooper Cup. They got uh, Sony Michelle, great running back. The team is loaded, and uh, so they just beat the shit out of the Cards. It was like twenty-one nothing before you knew it. There was one moment, and uh, I wish I had it here. Um, what's the name of the quarterback? For the cards, he's really good. Oh shit! What? Uh, um, Kyler, fucking Kyler something. Kyler Murray, that's it. Is it Kyler Murray? Who I love that guy. He's a beast. He's played like a, a fucking stud the moment he entered the league. But in this game, he looked like shit. He played like such a fucking dick. Oh my god. There was one moment when he's like, uh, he's like, okay, he's in his, he's near his own end zone and uh, he drops back and he's actually in the end zone. And then uh, he's like, okay, I'm going to throw it to somebody. And then uh, some dude for the Rams is about to crush him and it's going to be a safety. And then instead of throwing the ball away or taking the safety or whatever, he looks like uh, a Garrow Yepremian. Uh, in that Super Bowl against the Redskins, when he was kicking for the Dolphins, he threw like this bitch throw, and it flutters around like a duck after it was shot and lands right into the hands of some dude from the Rams, and he runs it in, touchdown, fucking eat shit, game over. Oh, my God. Rams kick ass. Oh, shit. So... Here's what it looks like this weekend. Now I'm going to tell you who I want to win. And then I'm going to tell you who's going to win. Bengals, Bengals, not Bengals, Bengals at Titans. 
I want the Bengals to win because they're the Bengals. And I love uh, uh, fan bases that are, you know, have been sidled with a loser forever. Now, when it comes to losers, uh, no one's more of a loser. I mean, when I, when I say loser, I mean, have experienced losing. I'm not like losers, like they're just pieces of shit. I mean, like fans that have just had to endure the most. So I want the Bengals to win for that reason. And I like Joe Burrow. I think he's fucking awesome. Uh, I still, I, I do like the Titans too, but not as much as the Bengals. Are the Bengals going to win at Tennessee? Fuck no. There's no way in hell. The Titans are going to beat the shit out of the Bengals, but I want the Bengals to win. Uh, that is Saturday at 4.30 p.m. And then Saturday at 8.15 p.m., the 49ers are going to Green Bay. I want the 49ers to win. The Packers will win. I hate the Packers. And it isn't just because Rodgers is an asshole and an anti-vaxxer. That does help in his asshole status because he's a fucking idiot. But uh, I've hated the Packers. Forget Rodgers. Forget Favre. Lynn Dickey. I've hated the Packers since Lynn fucking Dickey was the quarterback of the Packers. Fuck you, Green Bay. And uh, the 49ers are hot as shit with Garoppolo. I want them to win so bad. And I like that guy who runs the team there. Uh, He used to play football for, uh, I forget who he played for, Denver. Is it Lynch? John Lynch? Is that his name? Isn't he a Hall of Famer? I don't know. Anyway, 49ers I want to win, but the Packers will win. Shit, fuck. Sunday, the Rams at the Bucks. Yeah, I don't like Aaron Donald. I don't like Beckham Jr. I like Stafford, but no, I too much. I love Brady too much. Brady's the shit, man. You got to go with the goat. I want the Bucks to win, and I think the Bucks are going to win. Okay, you're not stopping the Brady train. Sunday, 3 p.m., Bucks and this Rams nonsense. And besides, I also don't like it when teams at the, down at the wire make uh, get like a bunch of great players to shore themselves up and buy themselves a championship. That kind of happens anyway to some degree with each team. That's kind of the way of the world. But for them in particular, I don't I don't like the you know th- that late in the season all those big names that they got. So fuck the Rams. Bills, Chiefs. Okay. Uh, Bills, starving fan base. So by default, I want them to win. I want them to win so badly. I love those types of fan bases. Bengals, Browns, Bills, Lions. Lions goes without saying. So I want them to go into Kansas City and win. And those fans are my are my people. Those are my type of people. Shirtless in the stands, lunch pail attitude, take it to work, blue collar. You know, uh, everybody that lives in Buffalo is impoverished. These are poor, stupid people that live in Buffalo, New York. And that, again, that's my type of people. I love them because I'm, well, I'm going to be poor. I'm not poor yet, but I will be. 
and I'm stupid. So there you go. Uh, that's why I root for them. The Chiefs will win. Another reason why I want the Bills to win is because Patrick Mahomes' mother, girlfriend, and brother are fucking assholes. I can't stand them. I was listening to Drew and Mike just the other day, and I was pissed off because I didn't think of this joke. But someone on that team suggested and hoped that another player would go flying out of bounds and hit Patrick Mahomes' brother in the legs and break both of his legs so that he can't fucking dance anymore on the sidelines. And I thought that was hilarious. Thank you, Drew and Mike Show. Uh, so, yeah, Mahomes, it, Patrick's brother is a twat asshole. I hate that bitch. His mom's crazy. His girlfriend's crazy. I like him. Uh, Tariq Hill is a lunatic who uh, hurts women and his child. Fuck that guy. Fuck the Chiefs. Go Bills. You're going to lose, Bills. So the actual winners will be the Titans, the Packers, the Bucks, and the Chiefs. Of those four, I would want the Bucks to win it all again. So I would want the Bucks to beat the Pack, and then uh, it would I would want a Super Bowl to be Bucks Titans in terms of what teams I like, but it'll probably be Bucks Chiefs. And I would want the Bucks to win all in hopes that Patrick Mahomes' brother would be injured somehow on the sidelines. So there you go. That is what is happening. I'm excited. There you go. We have a dear meathead tomorrow on the show. Feel free to reach out. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Subject line, meathead. Subject line meathead with a question for dad. I uh, would love to hear from you, and you know how much he loves to hear from you, too. All right. I saw something going on in the chat here on the live stream. I didn't really get involved. I wanted to kind of uh, stay focused on it. Seems the problem seems to have resolved itself. Was there someone in here uh, stirring up trouble? I'm not sure. I don't see it now. There may have been someone coming along and saying, all right, Eric Zane is a fucking loser. Fuck that guy. Uh, Noel FT Nut 55 says, if you were a good brother-in-law, hold on, don't, don't put in a comment because I'm trying to read this. If you were a good brother-in-law, you would take a shower with the NFK every day to make sure he is okay and can get in and out of the shower without hurting himself. Correct. However, if he is able, I'm going to let him try. Trying to, you walk a fine line between safety and dignity. And besides, I think you're, you just want me to do that. You just want me to be uncomfortable. That's what I'm thinking you want. Uh, you have a crush on Tom Brady. Yes, that is true. In reality, you all want me to take a shower with the NFK to help him wash his body. I don't know if he wants that though. All right. Well, so that was what was going on yesterday. Football 
NFK and Pooh Bear points. While I'm at it, I'd like to mention that the Patreon is available for you if you want more podcasting. Okay. What you do is you go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane and uh, sign up because, you know, I do this show every single day for a couple of hours um, and, you know, it's powered by sponsors. If I didn't have the sponsors here, there's no show. Uh, but Patreon is for everyone who wants to join in because and support the show with just their cash donations. donation gets you 15 plus hours of content every single day. Damn it. Every single week. Wouldn't it be ridiculous if it was every single day? Every single week. You got the Lost Zane recording. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, which happens today at 1030. Kyle T is taking on Dale. The Insane Asylum is published on Thursdays. Um, What else is there? Wait, I said Lost Zane recording. Patreon bonus podcast every day after this one for about 40 minutes and then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. So more listening for you for $5 a month or $10 a month, $5 a month, all the audio, $10 a month, all the audio, the video, the live streams. Thank you. Uh, hang on a second. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta leave a message. Hello everyone. Dot, dot, dot. Dad is required to leave his cell phone on today while he's podcasting per mother's instructions period the problem with that is that every five seconds he keeps hearing beep 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 period can you possibly limit the text exchanges until the podcast is done so that dad doesn't have to keep being distracted period i love you all period sorry for the inconvenience Messing me up. Messing with my head. What the hell was I talking about? I was. Sign up for the fucking Patreon. Uh, thank you to Blue Frost IT. The managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you have a small or medium-sized business, either you are the woman or you are the man or you're working for the woman or you're working for the man, remember Blue Frost IT. Because we're like, ah, oh, fuck, we're having a problem. Or the tech is old as shit. And everybody hates the boss because our tech is old as shit and doesn't work anymore. All you need to do is reach out to Blue Frost IT. And it's really easy to remember because it's Blue, B-L-U-E, Frost, F-R-O-S, Tit. Okay. I just pointed out that I have to leave the ringer on. So, of course, Zaniacs, who have my cell phone, are now calling me to fuck with me because that's the thing to do. Can anybody guess who would be the first asshole to fuck with me? Any guesses at all? Well, you probably know because you probably plotted it out yourself. It was a person who I like to describe as a thoughtful asshole. He's very intelligent. He's not stupid like Dean. He's actually smart. Uh, I can just tell by the way he carries himself and talks. But he's a fucking troublemaker. His name is Jason Schaefer. You big fucking galoop. 
don't call the show when I'm live. Just because you know the ringer is on, you dumb dick. Shit. Unbelievable. I get you keep fucking up my concentration. I don't even know where the fuck I was. In the middle of a fucking sponsor read and the fucking phone's ringing because of you. You fucking cone tittied asshole. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three in one. Triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door the eufy video lock is easy to install set up with just a phillips screwdriver no drilling required thank goodness because if i did that there'd be holes all over the place it'd be horrible keyless entry no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters one second unlocking with get this ai self-learning chip embedded the more you use it the more accurate it will be it's fingerprint recognition on this thing you gotta try this out search eufy video lock that's e-u-f-y video lock or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock full three-in-one triple security with eufy Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for this show, 616-285-50. While I'm at it, Prince Arming. They just finished up another gun class, a CDL class. Hold on a second. When's the next one? God, I'm pissed off. Talk about taking advantage of a situation. How embarrassing is this? I'll just block your number. You want to you play? I will just block your fucking number. Unbelievable. Uh, Saturday, February 5th, 8 a.m., CPL CCW class. In Hudsonville, Michigan for this one. Okay. So you go to Prince Arming on Facebook. There they go again. 
You click more and then events and you'll find it. It's $125. If you want, you can also call or text Steve Prince at 616-204-1705. Okay. Um, I'm, I've been meaning to get to the story. I told you the story about how I went to the local uh, salvage auto parts place uh, known as Pete's Auto Parts. Um, I, th- I think I mentioned that. Yeah, I did. I definitely did. Well, I ordered two mirrors, side view mirrors for the embellisher and uh, a visor, a sun visor for Madison's car. Now, I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I can, I can, I can do this job. I can replace the mirrors. So I'm thinking, you know, a couple of screws and the mirror comes off and you put the new mirror on. But I was smart enough to do a YouTube search, a video of how to do this job. Now, the way the guy did it in the video, it looked easy. But he's a guy who does it for a living. There's a lot of prying and screwing and uh, turning of things and, and moving of things. I have to take off. You know, like when you're sitting in the car and you can open the door and there's that panel there on the door, that whole thing has to come off. And I think I'm fucked. Uh, This is going to involve me calling Jason Schaefer or Dean uh, because their phone number is in my phone and they take advantage of that and disrupt the podcast and say, would you come over and do this shit for me? Hold on a second here. Damn it. So I'm watching the damn video and uh, I can't handle it. I'm putting it on vibrate. And uh, there's a lot to this. It looks simple to the guy, but I'm like, there is no way I'm going to be able to pull this off. It's going to be a catastrophe. I will keep you, up to, uh, I will keep you uh, updated on this saga. Okay, tomorrow is the day that 5G hits, okay? This is, you know, some of you think, oh, this is how we all got COVID, uh, which is ridiculous. But um, I talked about this before, how the uh, uh, airline community, the the airline industry has said, yeah, um, there's going to be a problem if you don't fix this. The 5G fucks with our altimeters or altimeters this is the device on the jetliner that in like fog or bad weather it tells them how close they are to the ground 50 40 30 20 and then okay you're doing the necessary things as a pilot and you get the plane down on the ground typically you can uh, you can land a plane minus that piece of equipment if the weather is fine but if it's not, they have to use the altimeter as far as I understand it in reading about this story. The 5G towers um, for AT&T and Verizon, not T-Mobile, um, fucks with the altimeter. Like, there's no disputing it. It does. It, it, it doesn't work. So, the FAA... 
and the FCC and, well, the uh, companies, well, the airlines and the pilots union are all involved in this discussion. And they're like, there is no disputing this. The altimeters don't work if we're within two If you have a tower within two miles of an airport, this is not negotiable. We're asking you to shut off the 5G towers uh, two miles and in to these airports. And it's, they're all major airports like Chicago, uh, Seattle. I mean, I, I forget the other ones, but they're all big-ass hubs. And so I can't figure out for the life of me, first of all, how is it that T-Mobile got it right and Verizon and AT&T didn't? How is it that we're this far along in the process of building this infrastructure, which took quite a long time, and the last thing that you that you don't have secure is whether is this thing fucking with the things that are keeping the planes from crashing? What? Yet you're that you've given them the go ahead, the FCC, to go ahead and flip the switchy switchy. And Verizon and AT&T are going along with us. And, well, the FCC said we could do it, so we're going to do it. Wouldn't you want to, you know, uh, not be on the wrong side of this if you're AT&T and Verizon? I mean, wouldn't you want to be? Because here's the problem. The um, uh, airlines and the, uh, and the pilots union won't roll the dice and allow the pilots to try to land without an altimeter in bad weather. They're just going to ground the flights. So we're looking at thousands of flights every day for people getting where they need to do for uh, business and leisure and goods and commodities and uh, uh, things like, you know, whenever somebody gets a transplanted organ and shit like that, they can't do it. So now there's a, a concern that if this happens, which it happens to tomorrow, the amount of uh, disruption that will occur in day-to-day operations of, you know, uh, everyone will be catastrophic. You're looking at the economy. I mean, we're, we base pretty much everything on us getting from point A to point B. So how the fuck could we less than 24 hours away from the big ribbon cutting and flipping the fucking switch? Are we like, oh, how did that even happen? My God, the chief executives of America's largest airlines are warning of this catastrophic disruption to travel and shipping operations if they roll it out tomorrow. It's that simple. They said it's going to happen. I don't know why they're like debating this. Why, why, why not just delay it and fucking fix it or at least uh, engage them in appropriate ways so that Two miles from the airport, those towers are not, um, you know, uh, putting off the 5G signal. The It's the uh, launch of the new C-band 5G service. Verizon. And how did Verizon and AT&T fuck it up, but uh, T-Mobile did not? I mean, that's if you're T-Mobile, you're like, hey, we're not. It's not our problem. I would, I would go on the air with an ad campaign immediately. And it would say, hello, I'm so-and-so, the CEO of T-Mobile. Verizon and AT&T want you to die. Verizon and AT&T want the economy to come grinding to a halt. 
if your heart transplant is being uh uh is if you are if you have Verizon or AT&T you are causing people to die who are waiting for organs. You know, I mean you lay it on thick, you lean into that shit. Stand by. So, oh, my god. Um in this letter that the um CEOs of the airline industry wrote, they write we are writing with urgency to request that 5G be implemented everywhere in the U.S. except within two miles of airport runways, as de- as defined by the FAA on January 19th, 2022. The executives writing to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg, sorry, I said that wrong, and other U.S. government officials highlighted the risk of economic calamity should Verizon and AT&T proceed with deploying the new technology before the necessary upgrades and changes have been made to aviation equipment. So it's on the desk of Buttigieg. To be blunt, the nation's commerce will grind to a halt. The Federal Aviation Administration said Sunday it had approved some transponders to be safely operated within areas where 5G will be deployed, clearing as many as 48 of the 88 airports most directly affected by 5G C-band interference. But the airlines are worried that remaining limitations at these at those airports, as well as a large amount of equipment still uncertified, could trigger a crisis, including the grounding of thousands of flights. It would not surprise me if this does become a huge disaster. It's just like us to wait to the last minute. Uh um, to try to figure this out. You know, you look at example after example where we're always caught flat-footed. We're always like, well, we didn't know. Bullshit. The letter continues. In addition to the chaos caused domestically, the lack of certified planes could potentially strand tens of thousands of Americans overseas. Reuters news agency reports that carriers late on Monday were thinking of scrapping international flights due to get to the U.S. on Wednesday. In a statement, United Airlines said the federal government's current 5G rollout plan will have a devastating impact on aviation, negatively affecting an estimated 1.25 million United passengers, at least 15,000 flights, and much-needed goods and tons of cargo traveling through more than 40 of the largest airports in the country annually. This is so terrible. Verizon and AT&T, one contract worth, uh, one contracts worth tens of billions of dollars last Friday to operate, or last February. Damn it, I can't read. To operate 5G in the 3.7 to 3.98 gigahertz frequency bands. And the rollout of the service was due to begin December 5th. Unless the major telecommunications companies are blocked by federal regulators or reach an agreement with the airlines, they are now scheduled to turn it all on tomorrow. How? How can you do this? I mean, what? Okay. If you don't turn it on, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? We're still going to have, we're still going to be able to play Candy Crush. Okay. You're still going to be able to use the old shit, right? So why would you even roll the dice? I don't understand. Very, very strange. 
So tomorrow, well, something's got to happen, right? I mean, Buttigieg, it's on his desk. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be, uh, you know, because once it gets on his desk, you know, then it's essentially on the president's desk. And no one in the cabinet wants to try to explain this to Joe Biden. I mean, can you imagine explaining to him uh, what a cell phone is and what uh, wireless communication is? I mean, you basically are going to have to start uh, with Biden with, you know, the invention of the phone with like Alexander Graham Bell in order for him, because he's going to be looking at you like you're speaking a different fucking language. And Buttigieg is going to go wander into the office and try to explain this to him. He's a fucking idiot. And Buttigieg is like, shit, this is going to take me hours. I was going to go get some hard, hard dick today. And I can't now because I have to explain this shit to this asshole who is brain dead about all of this shit. Uh, I mean, come on. Somebody get something done here. All right. That's that. Cannot believe that that's even happening. Stand by. I saw my pal Mario Flores on TV yesterday. Mario has a commercial running for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage on the football game last night. There he was. 231-332-6505 for Mario. If you need a mortgage, refi, whatever it may be, and it doesn't matter where you're listening with the exception of four states, Maine, Alaska, Hawaii, and South Carolina, call Mario for anything mortgage-related. Now, when it comes to mortgages, you got Joe Schmo who will uh, take care of anybody who's got a great credit rate because they're going to get a huge-ass loan for a massive mega house. Everybody's happy. However, that same guy, when Joe Schmo calls, who has horrible credit, he's like, oh, fuck. This is a lot of work and not much of a payoff. It's just the way it is. Mario revel, uh, revels in that. I can't even talk. I don't know what my fucking problem is today. Probably because I'm getting interrupted by Jason Schaefer. Um, he wants you to do that. If you have a stinky credit score, he's going to help you navigate that and get you into a loan so that you're paying on a home. It won't be the best loan. It's not going to be the more the interest rate that rich guy has because you're a little bit more of a liability, but you'll be in a loan. Pay on that for a year and a half. Your credit score improves. You get another loan, lower rate, save money, pay less. That's how you rebuild credit. It's going to take some time. Very quickly, it's, e- it's easy to mess up your credit. It takes a while to earn it back. So, But Mario's going to help you with that every step of the way. 231-332-6505. Thank you to Frank the Tank Fuss, the Medicare Advantage Program guru. If you or anyone in your life is turning 65 or taking uh, part in the Medicare Advantage Program, or the Medicare system. You need Frank Fuss. I just got a text from Linda Hall, and this isn't Medicare related, but Alabama Linda, she only backs winners. 
she is self-employed right now. She took my advice. She writes, Eric, I just wanted to let you know I contacted the tank about health insurance as I make my way to being self-employed. That was on Wednesday of last week. On Saturday, she writes, good morning. I hope the NFK is doing well today. Uh, I believe my nurse Dana was his OR nurse and she was unable to confirm that. Small world. Just wanted to tell you that Frank is amazing. He saved us thousands of dollars on a new policy for Josh, her son. There's no monthly premium due to tax credits, and he needs the surgery this summer, which will cost us less than a thousand bucks out of pocket. I'm so glad I contacted him. His next project will be finding me a policy if I don't have another full time job by March. So you see, that's how that works. I ain't kidding, man. I'm telling you, Frank is the man. Uh, if you need Obamacare, anything uh, concerning Medicare, um, you know, life insurance policies. I've talked about life insurance policies, how important those are, especially if you have a family. If you have, if you have just a wife, for God's sake, can you imagine if something catastrophic happens? The thing to do is throw a few bucks the way of the insurance company each month, like I've been doing since I was in my early 20s. And then if anything catastrophic happens, anything catastrophic happens, your loved ones are taken care of. Frank takes care of all that stuff. Call or text Frank. Tell him I sent you. Just send uh, a text that says, Eric Zane sent me. Help me. Okay, he'll take care of the rest. 231-332-6505. 231-332-6505. Full House Comedy shows this week, Wednesday through Saturday, Brett Ernst is in town. Go to fullhousecomedy.com if you want to check out a show. Several venues in and around West Michigan. Fullhousecomedy.com. If you're new to the show. This is a dear... Did you hear that lip smack? And I make fun of Ryan Seacrest. This is a dear meathead coffee mug. Now, I don't know if I like that color scheme, but it kind of goes with the logo. But you can get this coffee mug in any color scheme that you want at my website, ericzaneshow.com. Click merch. I have no idea how much it costs. Hang on a second here. Let's see. Okay. You can get all these t-shirts. This, uh, th- these two were made by John Midgley, the psycho magician. You can get that in a t-shirt. You can get this as a t-shirt. This is a t-shirt. I love this one, the making a murderer thing. It kind of, no, I don't know if anybody gets it these days because making a murderer, nobody's talking about that. But maybe you will. I love that shirt. And that's actually me when I was a kid and me old. It's like poverty radio is hilarious. And what's great about the t-shirts is let's say you click on uh, making a podcaster. Okay. So, and then look at all these colors. I don't know if I like this one. It's called, that's called Heather. This is asphalt. That's not bad. I've always liked the Cardinal Red. That That's maroon. Where's Cardinal Red at? I don't even know if I have it anymore. Well, I used to have it. Is this Cardinal Red? No, that, that that's red. That looks like shit. Red Heather. No. Can't figure out which one I want. 
This one's white. That looks like shit, too. Probably just the dark deal. Black is what I'd go with that one. Anyway, the shirts are 20 bucks. Male fit. Look at the difference. Female fit. You see? It's tapered for your lovely figure. And then you go down to what style? Classic t-shirt. Tri-blend is extra soft. V-neck if you're a douchebag. Who the fuck would wear that? Premium t-shirt. No idea. That one's 28. I guess that one doesn't fall apart on you. Heavyweight t-shirt. No idea. Eco t-shirt. We have eco t-shirts? I didn't know that. I think that's made from like pop cans or something like that. All right. So there's t-shirts. Oh my God. Look at these puppies. Holy shit. Maroon. It used to be called Cardinal. Why did I think it was called Cardinal? It's, I swear it was called that. Look at that. Oh my God. Look at O'Neill. He's smiling. And then the damn, okay, on the left here, T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, crew necks, long sleeve tees, baseball T-shirts, kids stuff, home goods, a pillow. <laughs> you can get a pillow. <laughs> yeah, get a notebook. Oh, my God. Uh, the coffee mugs are, are awesome, though. That's why I came here. Why, you know. Where the hell are they? I just saw them a second ago. Mugs. 15 bucks. That's not bad. I think I get like three or four bucks a mug. Anyway, if you feel like it, buy something. I appreciate that. They, um, they're, they're priced right. My mouth just made a fart noise. Did you hear that? They're priced right, but they really bend you over on the um, on the shipping, and I have no um, say in that. So I apologize if I had. I mean, it, it's like stupid. I think a T-shirt they charge you like five bucks to ship the th- stupid thing. All right, ADHD, ADHD, focus, focus. Okay. Uh, I think there's, well, these, uh, the victim in this story thinks that there is a TikTok trend going on where locals in and around where I live are just going up to random people and beating the shit out of them. Check this out. Creek are still looking for the three suspects they say are responsible for beating a postman while he was out delivering mail. News 8's David Horak spoke with that postal carrier and his family about what happened. Yeah, that postman was working his usual route here in Battle Creek's post-edition neighborhood Thursday afternoon, not knowing that he would be beat up while working on the job. Could this be gang-related? Could it be a knockout game? Um, Could I have done something to make somebody angry at me and this is retaliation? I had no idea. I fully expected maybe possibly even a knife to stick me. I wasn't sure. Aaron Shantren was delivering mail at a home when he hurt somebody behind him. And there stood a gentleman, roughly six foot, six two, somewhere in there, with his fist drawn back. 
Why aren't you telling me his race? Ready to hit me. I went ahead and let him hit me in the back of the head instead of the front of the head or in my face. At which point in time, he hit me two, three times. I stepped onto the porch away from him. Chantren tried to warn him that it was a federal offense to assault a federal employee, but it fell on deaf ears. He was still drawn back like he didn't care. I could see it in his eyes. He was going to do physical damage to me if he could. I turned around. Maybe it's because of so much uh, stained furniture in this guy's house. And there stood his two friends staring me down. Look at this guy. He's so sweet. Yeah, he, you know, he's, he's got the plate in the background that says Jesus is the gift. So you know that they, they're actually beating the right guy. If it comes to um, victim selection, uh, I'll say this. These three assholes who beat the shit out of this guy are beating the right guy. Because if you beat a guy that doesn't have a Jesus is the gift plate behind you in your little cabinet there, uh, you might, you know, uh, want to like seek uh, vengeance or something like that. Or, you know, if these three guys get caught, the guy with the Jesus is the gift plate is going to say, I don't want to press charges. I just want to love them or something fucked up like that. When we all know that, you know, these three should be killed with their fist up and instantly started throwing blows. I defended myself from that again. I took cover and they each threw anywhere between 15 to 20 punches and up and gone as fast as it started. Okay, so these three must have been some real pussies here because if each guy is throwing 15 to 20 blows, that means he was struck 45 to 60 times and all he has is a shiner. After police were called in, Chantren pushed through his shift without visiting a hospital. Oh my God. Well, yeah, he couldn't have been hurt that bad. That's because these guys didn't do a good job of beating him because he finished the job. That's what a mailman does. That's what a legendary mailman would do. Now, of all the people to attack, though, I mean, it's we still haven't had enough distance uh, between the, the going postal incidents and now. So, you know, if you're going to attack anybody, if you're this gang, you're going to want to go not after a postman who could very well be armed. You're going to want to beat like a child or something like that. His family tells us they believe the attack is because of a challenge on social media. Everybody wants to have clout or have some sort of name. And at some point, is it worth it? Like, Yeah, but we don't know for sure that this is a social media challenge. But uh, I don't know. Uh, honestly, it probably is. Uh, it could be that or it could be one of those uh, initiations or something like that. You see, do you ever see the movie Colors? When they beat up the get off the porch, Holmes, when they beat the shit out of the guy. Getting a federal offense, is it worth it? I don't really think so. As he will clock back into work tomorrow, Aaron wants his attackers to face the consequences of their actions, but also be given a second chance. No, you asshole. For once, I would just love somebody to say, I want to kill these fuckers. Come on. This life is but here one minute, gone the next. It's not worth all the extra that people put into it that hurt other people around God, them. that always pisses me off. I, I just, I just want to hear someone say, I'm going to hunt those fucks down and I'm going to get them. I just, that, that's, that's all I want. So far, we haven't heard about any arrests in this case. Now, as for him to say, I'm uh, from now on, I'm going to carry a fucking uh, 50 caliber desert eagle on me. Two of them. And with uh, fucking uh, bandoleros. Isn't that what they're called? All the bullets. He's going to look like fucking Pancho Villa uh, roaming the neighborhood uh, delivering mail. All right. 
fuck mace i've got a i've got this gigantic 50 cal on my hip where the charge is calhoun county prosecutor david gilbert told me that because the state and the feds have concurrent jurisdiction i want to say that if anybody tries to get me your head's gonna look like a fucking canoe and that this case involves a federal employee the three are this guy's eyes a little cl too close together i think this space right here needs to be a few millimeters further each way and then yeah something's going on with that guy suspects could face state and federal charges we'll keep filling in the blanks for you once we learn more from investigators but for now reporting in battle creek david horak news 8. thank you david ah, shut up my god shout out to my friends over on the threads podcast Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered. I am encouraging you to listen to another podcast. I know how hard it is to find a good podcast. Hey, Siri. Yeah. Hey, what, how come it took you so long to say anything? What would you... Oh, what the fuck? I told Siri to decline it. I'm fucking working out. You're working out? Yeah, I'm working. Did, wait, wait, did you say you're working? I'm rooking. What is rooking? You know, no, rucking. R-U-C-K-I-N-G. Well, I know what rucking is, but you said rook. That's what I'm doing, cocksucker. You said rooking. Are you playing chess or something? No, I got my AirPods in, so it probably sounds all fucked up. No, it sounds fine. What's up? What is rucking? Or, I mean, why are you rucking? Are you joining the military? No, fuck no. Uh, no, it's just uh, trying to keep a, a good base, and I don't want to for running, and I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to overuse my legs. So I throw some weight in a backpack. I got, uh, what do I got now? 30 pounds? No, 30 yeah. I think 30 pounds. 35 pounds. I don't fucking know. So you're trying to maintain a running base by not running. Exactly. That's exactly. I run I run on the weekends, though. I do a long run on the weekends. Got it. Okay. So you're like walking around the neighborhood with a with a bomb on your back? Is there something? Yeah, it looks a little weird. Oh, my God. Definitely uh, looks really weird. Uh, no, I'm actually walking through the cemetery. Okay, the cemetery with a you're rucking through the cemetery. Wow, this is I am so glad I called you. This is spectacular. <laughs> yeah, no, and then I got you know my Unabomber beard. So the cemetery employees are like, eh, they see me on a regular basis, so they're good. Okay, they know, they know. Okay, have I yeah. spoken to you since we started our new everybody listen to the Threads podcast campaign? You have not. Okay. All right. Well, um, when was the last time you recorded Jason Terry from Threads Podcast? Uh, Sunday night, so two days ago. So we have a new episode. Now, who were the participants on the episode? Uh, well, actually, that was our second newest episode. The, 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 uh, we recorded a week ago Sunday, so that one dropped Friday, and then I recorded another one last night. Uh, his name is Mike. Gotcha. Do I, do I know Mike? 
No, he's been on the show plenty of times. Probably happened uh, more than a, maybe okay. a dozen times. All right. So that, okay, you recorded Sunday. It dropped Friday. The Sunday you just recorded is going to drop this coming Friday. Correct. Okay. All right. Now, what did you focus on on the latest published episode of Threads Podcast? The latest published one, we just kind of did, you know, like everyone does, reflections from 2021 and, you know, predictions for 2022. Okay. So reflections. So do you get like very like um, wax nostalgic? Are, are you very emotional? I imagine you guys started to cry. Uh, we did about halfway through and then we had to take a break because it was just too much. Okay. All right. So that all, that was all heavy ground covered on threads podcast. Yeah. And, be, be prepared for tissues, uh, you know, grab some tissues. Yep. Get ready for 50 no. minutes of just circle jerk. Okay. Now what can you give me one of your predictions? Oh, fuck. I, dude, you know me. I rec- I'm just like you. I record that shit, edit it, and it goes right <laughs> off my head. I don't remember a damn thing oh, I said. So you just, you know, okay, so we got to listen to it. We got to hear the predictions of you. Yeah, I, seriously, I can't quite remember. Uh, uh, actually, we didn't predict each other. Well, we predicted the other person, so what they would do. And I think, uh, oh, I know one. Mike predicted that I would run a sub two hour half marathon this year. Okay. All right, well that's uh well you won't be if you're walking around the cemetery with a with a crock pot on your back. That's <laughs> pretty much it. <laughs> okay. Um so if I want to listen, Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered, wherever I download podcasts, correct? Yeah, if you just search that uh anywhere online or if you just go to threadspodcast.com, you can get it there too. I thank you. Well, thank you for calling. I'm, I'm, I did, I seriously did decline. I'm like, he's on the show, which you didn't tell me again that you were live on the show. I absolutely did. No, you didn't play it back, bro. Well, what do you think I'm doing? Between eight and 10 every day, I do the same thing for the last three years. What do you, of course, you know, I'm on on the podcast. I know. That's why I told Siri to decline it because I was working out. I'm like, ah, whatever. I'll I'll talk to him later. But by the way, (laughs) I am a no decline. I'm a no decline type of guy. Yeah, but you know, I I didn't I didn't want to interrupt my workout. I had a good fucking pace going. You're walking for fuck's sake! Can't you walk and talk, bro? I got like forty pounds on my back. I'm like, are you walking right now? Yes. Well, so you're doing fine. I am, I'm trying to reach anaerobic state, and I'm about I think that's where I'm at right now. Oh, good. It's because you're talking. Thank I know, God. 120 beats per minute. That's what, I, that's what I'm shooting for. Oh, my God. All right. Well, Jason, thank you for the time. Give my best to your lovely wife and your beautiful children. And uh, I will. there you go, okay? All right. Thank you for calling. Okay. My pleasure. Right, bye. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Crank says, you decline my call. Well, yeah, you haven't earned the status to me accept the call even when I'm not podcasting. Ding dong. God, he's hilarious. I can't believe he's come so far. I'm not kidding you. He puked in a beer cup at a radio show. Front row, my radio show. I'm there, and I see this guy go, and then everybody moves away from him. Like the, the, the circle of influence widens because he's, the, the puke is pouring out of the beer cup. 
and then they threw him out. Get the fuck out of here. Incredible. Okay, there's another story I want to get to. You know I'm a sucker for lost animals and finding animals' homes. I mean, kind of like that whole thing I did with, um, I've been doing with Rusty the dog, which Rusty does still is not adopted. And uh, that is just breaking my heart every damn day. Uh, it's pinned to the top of my Facebook page. I mean, everybody's sh- shared the thing, and I'm so appreciative of that. But, man, um, cannot find a home for Rusty. Uh, okay, but this one, this couple goes out of town. They live just down the road. They go to Florida, and they have somebody watching their dog. All right? And this also points to how close-knit where I live is. Where, where the area I live is, is close-knit. And again, this helps that these people aren't black uh, because if they were, nobody would have helped these people. But this is, uh, this is the story. This is the story I'd like to tell uh, of these, of these people. Ever had a pet escape? You know how scary it is uh, trying to get them home safe, wondering if they will make it home. So imagine if that happened while you were on vacation. It did to a couple from Zealand. Brittany Flowers talked with them, and I can only imagine how helpless they must have felt being so far away when this happened, Brittany. Yeah, absolutely, Teresa. Hello, baby. Ryan and Christina. Looks like they're giving the dog a dildo there. Bornica were on vacation in Florida when their dog, Blue, escaped all the way back here in Michigan. They're now reunited, but say if it wasn't for the community and the power of social media, they're not sure what might have happened. Okay, let's back. Look at these two. Look at how hot this couple is. If there's one thing that can bring a community together. It's a a hot white couple. It's the shared love of animals. From Zealand. Animals, children. Oh my, look at these two. Okay, these two are going to have very attractive children. I mean, he is a handsome devil like you wouldn't believe, and she's an absolute babe. Christina and Ryan Scornica learned this very quickly when their dog, Blue, decided decided to go on an adventure. The couple had dropped the dog off at a friend's house to watch him while they were on vacation. Who raise your hand if you want to see these two pork? We got to Florida and we're relaxing on the beach, and we oh my god got a missed call and a text saying call us urgent. The day they arrived, they found out Blue got loose, feeling helpless more than a thousand miles away. They did the first thing they could think of. Screw. We sent out some. Look at them! Oh my god. Facebook um, posts and Jenison informed and on our personal page, and it's. So this is right near my neck of the woods. Spread like wow. They're from Zealand, but I guess it was near the Jenison area where the sending us like just text and doorbell footage of oh blue was here. He he passed by our house. Right. Eventually, someone reached out to Ryan and Christina to encourage. Yeah, Ryan and Christina got a phone call. Ryan picks it up, and he says, "Yes, hey, I'm hot. How are you?" And then, and then this lady says, hey, I want to help you. Are you white? And then Ryan said, yes, I am. She goes, okay, great. I'll help you. Contact a woman by the name of Mary Humphrey. She's known for live trapping. She live trapping. Drove up from Wayland to Denison, set out this live trap. We knew he was hanging around this one house that had some chickens and ducks. So I think <laughs> Blue was getting a little hungry being out all day. Oh, my God. Seriously, we need to watch them bone. Watch this chicken in about 30 minutes was they set up a rotisserie chicken nearby in this trap area 
And there's like a bed inside of the trap. And sure enough, the dog showed up. Took for Blue to find the trap. And after 12 hours of anxious waiting and a lot of prayers, Ryan and Christina finally got to take that sigh of relief. Grateful for a community that stepped up to help. I love the dog, too. That's a beautiful dog. The whole family's beautiful. The couple says when they asked how they could repay the woman who caught Blue, she didn't want anything. And she said, I want a picture of you. She just encouraged them to donate to their local animal shelter. Live in studio, Brittany Flowers, News 8. Nice job, Brittany. Do you need an- Ah, oh, stop it, shut up! Man. Kate says, so she caught a runaway dog with, a fo- with food and a trap. Yeah. Um... She's probably going to go missing, and he probably will have murdered her. That's the next time they'll be on the news. Well, that's a little dark. I, I thought I thought my racist joke was bad. <laughs> uh, what if a bear showed up? I don't know. If it were kids, they'd lose them. Pets are kids nowadays. Just saying. Not according to the Pope. Not according to the Pope, you bastards. The Pope hates you if you adopt a dog and you don't adopt a kid. For God's sake. Keep that in mind, people. All right. So if anybody knows those two, tell them that creepy old Eric Zane thinks that they're the most attractive couple in the community. Okay. Ah, Trump. Okay. Um. It is one thing for the crazy uh, Trump maniacs to say, hey, run again in three years. We think you will win. Uh, I, I think that he's got a, uh, a shot at that. I think that uh, I think honestly, the only thing that would keep Trump from running would be his health. I mean, that three years for a person who's older is a long time. Anything could happen. And I would say if you are the Republican Party, as fucked up as the Republican Party is these days, that's your only shot. You got nothing. And how awkward is that? That all of these, um, you know, uh, people in uh, in politics, Lindsey Graham and uh, Mitch McConnell and locally Peter Meyer, who, you know, they admonished Trump. They voted for impeached uh, for impeachment and all sorts of shit. They would now have to look their constituents in the face and say, now I'm saying go Trump. I mean, you've kind of put yourself in a pickle there. Uh so I, I have no idea what's going to happen. If Trump decides to run again, great. Good luck. You've, you have that option. You have that right. I think it'll be a hell of a, hell of a news cycle to be sure. Let's hope everyone behaves. But the thing that drives me insane is the large number of people that exist in the world who absolutely positively believe that his running mate is going to be John F. Kennedy Jr. The whole thing, when was it? A month or two ago when they, it was, uh, they, uh, was it on the anniversary of, of, uh, of Kennedy's death of JFK 
JFK Jr.'s father, JFK, uh, the day he was murdered in Dealey Plaza in Dallas, all these QAnon pieces of shit line the streets where the actual murder took place and waited specifically for JFK to emerge from, I don't know, the book depository, the fucking, uh, I don't know, behind the grassy knoll. I have no idea. They actually believed that he was going to wander in and say, hey, everybody, I'm back. And I am going to be helping save America with Donald Trump. Who's the asshole that started that one? I mean, there's some crazy shit you could come up with if you're a, uh, a, a, a person higher up in the QAnon world. Uh but to go, I mean, at least if you're going to make up some crazy shit, you can do it with someone who's actually alive. To go with the storyline of resurrection. I mean, they must be sitting there laughing at all these crazy fucking idiots who are there lining the street going, yes, yes, JFK Jr. And then when he didn't show up, <coughs> excuse me, one of the idiots said, oh, change of plans. JFK Jr. is going to show up at the Rolling Stones concert tonight that's in town as the tour has hit uh, the greater Dallas area or whatever. So they all like buy, spend all their money getting tickets to show up to see the Stones not play Brown Sugar. And then no JFK Jr. Now, at some point, you have to kind of go, I think someone's bullshitting us. But no. Uh, the president just had another asshole convention in Arizona. And um, so they're in Tucson to see Trump's first rally of 2022. Ray Kalatza is just an everyday brainwashed dude. Who's there? And the folks from Politico are walking around trying to interview a brainwashed moron and they see Ray. And uh, I mean, you could just go, you could go up to any one of the people there and have this same conversation. The article says it was a natural. He'd uh, travel to see Trump's uh, first rally of 2022. I guess uh, Ray is from Tucson. The rally was not in Tucson. The rally was in Florence, Arizona. So Ray traveled from Tucson to this site. But as Kalatza stood there on Saturday, pondering whom he'd like to see as Trump's next running mate, uh, perhaps Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, to former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, to one-time National Security Advisor turned ardent conspiracy theorist Michael Flynn, an unorthodox idea came to him. JFK Jr., he said, referencing the son of the 35th president who died in a plane crash in 1999. Kalatza realized he might have come off a bit odd with the suggestion. The next line is the one that makes you go, what the fuck? He, well, they all make you say, what the fuck? I don't want to sound too much like a conspiracy theorist, but he's coming back. Ray. If you're suggesting resurrection to join a political ticket, 
That's the most conspiracy theorist. If you're worried about sounding too much like a conspiracy theorist, sorry, you are the biggest conspiracy theorist. If you're suggesting JFK Jr. is going to be resurrected and then strut over to see Donald Trump and say, I want to be your running mate. Ray explained, you know, he's supposed to reveal himself on the 17th. That was yesterday. If he's truly alive, and I think we'll see him. So this was said, you know, several days ago at that uh, asshole convention. And uh, Ray was there to, you know, fucking bang the drum for the JFK Jr. uh, Trump ticket. If uh, Kalatza was worried about sounding too conspiratorial, he shouldn't have been. He was not alone among the crowd in believing that JFK Jr. is not only still alive, but is also a tre- uh, secret Trump supporter Supporter embedded far in the, quote, deep state. I'm not even sure what that term means because I don't really follow this horse shit. One attendee was spotted wearing a red shirt with the faces of Trump, Kennedy, and Kennedy Jr. You realize that if, by chance, Kennedy and Kennedy Jr. were alive today, which they aren't, they wouldn't be Team Trump. These are Democrats through and through. They're everything that Democrats stand for today. Why the fuck? Would you think that he would want to side with a alt-right maniac? Uh, in the crowd, Michael Protzman, the QAnon influencer who organized the event, aha, last year in Dallas's Dealey Plaza, where he and others believe JFK and JFK Jr., oh, they believe they both would reappear from the dead, was spotted in the rally stands. Elsewhere were individuals in hats that read Trump won and buttons with Q. Uh, Figures from fringe QAnon online groups like Jim and Ron Watkins Mm. shared their visit to the rally with online followers and conservative activist Ali Alexander, who helped organize last year's Stop the Steal asshole convention on January 6th. Oh, my God. Nothing makes me feel more desperate about humanity when I hear about people saying seriously these things and making the suggestions that these fucking twits make. Oh my God. There's a lot more to this. It's all about the whole event that happened in Florence, Arizona, but I, I, it's, it makes me so disgusted, frankly. Just touching on the most asinine of all of these things is really all you need to know. They all get the same number of votes that you and I get. One. And it's insane to think that we live in a world where these people could help determine who our leaders will be. What the fuck? My God. You know it's bad. You know it's bad. When if I had to choose between that And a man with dementia as a puppet president, I would choose the man with dementia who's a puppet president all day, 100 times to choose it. I would choose that 
100 times. Fuck. We're dead. Kyle writes, this sounds made up. Are people really this dumb? It's the uh, uh, cult of personality right now. This is horrible brainwashing by these QAnon people. That's what's going on here. And yes, they are that brainwashed. They walk amongst us. Holy shit. God, is that incredible. I could watch a documentary about these sick fucks every single day. If I wouldn't throw up midway through it at how disgusting it is. Uh, Chris says, Kennedy was way more conservative than today's DNC. All right. Well, maybe. To be fair, they're more old school Democrats. I don't think they'd be completely on board with the Democrats of today. All right, maybe. But I can guarantee you they'd be more on board with the Democrats of today than they would uh, sick fucking Trump and all of his fucking cronies that are all crazy as shit. We can agree with that. Nick, who's stupid, writes, I agree a lot of this shit is fucked up, but you should never choose unknown leader of the free world. Oh, are you suggesting that you would vote for Trump over Biden, considering how crazy that shit is? That's insane. You should absolutely vote for Biden if you had to choose that. If that's what, if I'm faced with that on election day, all that crazy shit and Biden, I'm voting for Biden. There's no fucking way I'm not. In fact, I'd vote straight ticket. I, in fact, as of right now, I'm just going to go in there and go all Democrat, all Democrat. I want dead babies and Democrats. I'm voting for all of this shit now. Three years early, that's where my vote lies. No way, no how. Remember when Lindsey Graham said, enough, enough, Trump. I'm walking away. And then he turned around and walked back towards him. Fuck that. Fuck him. You guys are crazy. Holy shit. All right. That's enough of that. Uh, 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 uh. I just got a, uh, I got a message from Matt Hubbard, who I hadn't heard from in a long time, who I thought was trying to start a fight with me. And uh, he, uh, he sent me a story about a bunch of medical professionals are petitioning Spotify to, uh, about Joe Rogan's continued uh, misinformation, um, which... I don't necessarily agree that Joe Rogan should be silenced because no matter what Joe Rogan says, I know Joe Rogan's stupid. So he's not going to convince me of anything that guy says. So I don't think Joe Rogan should be silenced in any way, shape or form. I don't think anybody should be silenced. You all should speak your minds about the stupid shit you believe. I would fight for you to say all of your R word rhymes with me marted things that you believe in. And uh, people are trying to censor Joe Rogan. And I'm like, fuck no, don't you dare censor Joe Rogan. I need Joe Rogan to be stupid. Um, but anyway, Matt sent it along. 
And Matt's like on the right side of things. And I thought for sure he was starting to pick a fight. So I wrote him back. I go, don't email me anymore. And then I realized he was just trying to be helpful. I was like, oh, no. Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. He's like, I'm just trying to help. What are you doing? I'm just trying to help. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, you're right. This is my fault. Sorry. I thought you were trying to pick a fight. And then he goes, I, I, I hardly ever d- agree with you, but I listen every damn day. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I have worked very hard on this show to make it so that what I'm saying should anger all you Trump supporters. It should. That's by design. But I want you here. I need you here. I would say the majority of the people that listen to my show are Trump supporters. But I decided long ago that it is folly to sit here and not tell you how I feel. I said, I'm just going to say whatever the fuck I want. And if they listen, they listen. If they don't, they don't. I can't sit here and be worried about what they think about my opinions, you know? So that's why I do what I do. And I think I've trained people to realize that, you know, um, I may completely disagree with you and think that you have a dumbass position on things, but I still appreciate you listening and love you, even though you're wrong. You know, it's kind of like that. It's a close relationship that we have. All right. I need the asshole of the day. We'll go over it right now as to who it could be. Could it be COVID Carl? Not Carl from who are these podcasts? COVID Carl, who gave me the lift chair. We talked about um, all of the things getting the household ready for the NFK's return today. We talked about the Rams beating the hillbilly shit and jail sexing the uh, Arizona Cardinals. The upcoming schedule for this weekend, I'm stoked about that. I bought a bunch of truck parts and it's going to fuck me up. I'm not going to be able to install appropriately. You manly men may have to help me. FAA, FCC, cell phone, 5G catastrophe for the airlines. Talked about that. I had Jason Terry on from Threads Podcast as he's rucking through a cemetery. What? Postal worker attacked by three people. Lost pet found for the most attractive couple on the planet. Trump's stupid idiot rally and the dumb shits who think that JFK is coming back. Who is your asshole of the day? I have an idea. I'll see what you think next. But first, don't forget about the tax hobbit. Okay, it's January 18th. You got till April whatever to get your taxes done. Um, I would love it if you would reach out to tag accounting. Doesn't matter where you are in the U.S., Tag Accounting can take care of 
everything via their online portal. You upload all your documents, your W-2s, your W-4s, and W-whatevers, your 1099s and this and that and the other thing, self-employed, doesn't matter. Uh, and then he is going to do your taxes for you. You don't have to be in Michigan to do this. Anyone in the U.S. can take advantage of this. You can do it several ways. You can go to the website tagcpa.net and drop a uh, email. Or you can call 616-301-9516. 616-301-9516. Make sure you say Eric Zane sent me. Congratulations, you're doing my taxes. Yes, you will pay him to do your return. Yes, you will get more money back. Yes, you will save yourself a ton of time because Troy's doing it. Yes, you will be keeping the podcast going because you're supporting a sponsor. Yes, the money will just be electronically transferred right into your account Outside of sending your gathering your materials and sending them to him, you don't do anything. Okay? Tag cpa.net 616-301-9516. Please make that phone ring. When it comes to uh, lubricants, oils, protectants, uh, uh, gear lube, you need to think about JM Synthetics. AMS Oil Products, the best in the business. They invented motor oil. Think about them as you walk around your garage. Oh, I got to get some more of this, some more of that. Any filters you need, they can get that too. Go to jmsynthetics.com. Shop either by product or by vehicle. And then there's a phone number right on the homepage. Call it or text it and say, Eric Zane sent me. I need product. Jason will handle the rest. Bringing up the rear, uh, the rear today. A and E heating and cooling six one six five one six eighty five seventy nine. Still pushing the tune up on the furnace. You can still get that done and take advantage of it because your furnace is going to be on for many months, and you want it running as efficiently as possible. Two things are going to happen. First of all, the efficiency is going to go up after the cleaning. Second of all, Joe Martinez will be able to determine whether or not your furnace uh, is uh, approaching in a roundabout way the end of its life. He can actually predict, hey, in a few years, this needs to come out. Still good now, but be thinking about it. It's going to wear out on you. That's awesome. 616-516-8579. That's 616-516-8579. Anywhere in West Michigan, reach out to Senor Martinez. And take advantage for $79 of the furnace tune. If you need him for an after-hour service call, that's who you call. That's going to cost you an arm and a leg, but you're at least going to get the heat on. And for God's sakes, change your furnace filter. Because I had to do an after-hour service call one time because I didn't change a fucking thing. And I paid up the asshole for him to just change the furnace filter. 616-516-8579 for A and E heating and cooling. Okay. Who's our asshole today? Aha! Zaniacs calling your phone, interrupting the show. Asshole of the day. I don't know. I don't know if I can give asshole of the day on that. Sarah has a good... That's a good line from Sarah, and she also has a... Um, 
Two great lines. All listeners get a 0% discount. And oil so thick it repels tears. Oh, fuck. Jason Mays, are you hearing this? Do we get a discount if we mention your name? I don't know. Try it. Hmm. Stupid punks attacking the male guy. Yes, that is also a good candidate. Seabear495 says, asshole of the day, Donald Trump. Why? He didn't do anything wrong today. Whatever. He has a rally, he has a rally. I don't mind that Donald Trump had a rally. Gave me something to talk about today. Yesterday, it was the high school basketball announcers making fun of the chick, saying she's fat. Oh, God, it was terrible. Asshole of the Day brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Dean writes, Bosco's, February 4th, 4 p.m. Please join Zaniacs United on Facebook and respond that you're coming. Thank you, Dean, for organizing that. Please respond on the Zaniacs page. Thank you. Signed, Dean. Boomer Bob in Alabama writes, uh, asshole of the day, person who made the Jesus plate. Come on now, you can't do that. Hey, what happened to the uh, uh, to the Crimson Tide the other night, Bob? That was, uh, that was something. You can't be happy with that. By the way, I sent you all over to uh, the Boomer Bunker yesterday with Bob and John doing their show for some no doubt racist talk. All right. Kate, I like the way you uh, had that on there. It makes sense. FAA, FCC for not having their shit handled with the stupid 5G rollout. Honorable mention, people who beat up the mailman, but the FAA, FCC is much worse. Ah, All right, folks. Dean writes, I took my daughter to Bosco's last Friday. I told the server I had heard about them on the Eric Zane Show podcast. She said, great. I didn't even know they mentioned us. Yeah, I don't think all the wait staff has gotten the memo there, but still keep saying it. They'll, They'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. It's a mom and pop. They're busy. They're busy. And Nick says, get your fucking skirt off and land that fucking plane the old school way. Come on, guy. Stupid idiot. All right. Okay, so smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, 24 minutes, Kyle T and Dale. Yeah, that's right. folks thank you so much i'll talk to you when we play that game and then the patreon bonus thanks for the support talk to you later bye-bye
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.